there's no place like home for the holidays and no matter how far away you roam if you pine for the sunshine of a friendly gaze for the holidays you Welcome back to Horror for the Holidays, a Christmas horror movie podcast. I'm Jay Logsdon. And I'm Jeff Searcy. And we've got a special guest with us today. Yeah, my name is Jérôme Gagnon. I'm a graphic designer and a comic book literary from uh, Montreal. Um, and um, I'm here to, to talk about uh, some uh, holiday horrors and uh, comic book uh, I have created named uh, Holiday Spirits. I'm a big I and I'm a big fan. I'm glad we got you on the on the podcast room. Um I and I've I've been a Holiday Spirits backer since year 1. It's it's one of my favorite things I look forward to every year. I I'm so happy we got you on the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh and and we've also actually got another uh guest. Um I don't know how many of our listeners follow us on social media, but I did spend $200 on a uh animatronic Jack Frost that now <laughs> Uh, sits in the corner of the office. Uh, so, Jack, do you want to say anything? Oh, damn it. I can't press the button. So that's real stupid. He says like five things. Oh, not worth $200. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's awesome. My my wife literally looked at me as I'm as I'm hauling the floor model because like there oh there were like there that was the only one the store got and she's just shaking her head as I'm literally like pushing the floor model model out on a flatbed like cart and she's just like did you get a discount for the floor model no <laughs> and she's like, she's like she's like so what are you gonna do with it and I'm like put it in my office. <laughs> And I was like, but I, I paid the $30 extra for a two-year warranty. So if something breaks, they are paying for it. So, <laughs> uh, Well, I think that's, he looks that's great, awesome. though. She puts up with a lot. She's a saint. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, for this week's episode, uh, uh, Jerome chose uh, Anna and the Apocalypse, uh, the 2017 slash 2018 release. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so let's uh, let's get into it. We'll deck the halls, uh, set the stage for the movie. Uh, like I said, released uh, September twenty second, twenty seventeen in the UK, November thirtieth, twenty eighteen in the US. Certainly, that November eighteenth uh, or November eighteenth, November thirtieth date. Uh, that's right in that sweet spot that Jeff and I always like to talk about. You know, it's it, where it's it's a Christmas movie. It's got to come out in November or December. Um, directed by John McPhail, uh, who also directed the adaptation of the creepypasta Dear David. Mm. That was that was the only thing I I noticed on his uh on his thing. Um, written by Ryan McHenry and Alan McDonald. Uh, Ryan McHenry also wrote the zombie wrote zombie musical, um, and that's essentially what this movie is an expansion of the idea of. Mm. Makes sense. Um, Ella Hunt plays our titular Anna. Um, Malcolm Cumming is her best friend, John. Sarah Swire is Steph. Uh, she also plays young Mallory in one episode of The Boys. 
Nice. Um, Chris Laveau plays Chris. Uh, Marley Sue plays Lisa. Ben Wiggins, um, who is Nick, was also in The Witcher, The Sandman, and Pennyworth. Um, man, uh, Jerome really picked a comic book heavy uh, actor episode to, to be on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Mac Benton uh, plays Tony and his dad. He's uh, I mean, he's one of the two biggest names on the in the movie. Um, I recognized him as Clive from the first episode of Christopher Eccleston's uh, run on Doctor Who. Oh, okay. And then uh, Paul Kay uh, is the assistant headmaster, Arthur Savage. Um, and I mean, he's in all sorts of stuff. Uh, Doctor Who, Game of Thrones, where he's Thoros of Mir, um, all sorts of other stuff, too. He's the other big name. But this is my new favorite role for him. He's oh, he's so good. He I I I have never understood like the term chewing the scenery like when, when they talk about actors like chewing the scenery in a movie until I saw this and I was like, oh, that's what they mean. <laughs> um, also a special shout out to the composers, uh, Roddy Hart and Tommy Riley. Like, uh, they deserve they deserve a shout out for this one. Definitely. Yeah, for real. And uh, they're, they're um. In the- a bunch of other like like apparently they wanted like kind of no name actors like yeah. kind of kind of lead this movie and and I mean not a lot of these people got a ton of work I am going through like the whole cast list you know it's like some people have like three credits to their name some people have like ten like it's uh, apparently they had originally planned a giant uh, opening musical number with like a drunk Santa dancing his way through Christmas decorations and things but apparently the weather was too bad to film it so they just ended up cutting it and great to see um taglines uh zombies are coming to town mm-hmm. and uh oh the weather outside is frightful dot 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 <laughs> uh filmed in scotland uh so i'm gonna pause here to so jeff can uh make his displeasure known about uh a movie <laughs> no no i'm fine as long as it's not filmed in england <laughs> um i was honestly expecting like Oh, this is a person who is also in Mother Krampus or, you know, Werewolf Santa or something. That would have been fun to see some people from Mother Krampus. Uh, I couldn't find a budget for the movie uh, made $670,000 and about 50000 of that came from uh, North American theaters. There were five theaters in North America that showed this movie. The only number I could find was an interview with one of the producers and he was saying $7 million. Oh wow! But I was like, that seems kind of high, but I mean, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, probably like the the effects and makeup and stuff. Like, um, but I mean, it's it's I mean, it's kind of a cult hit. Like, it's real real popular online. I, I always see it mentioned on like every year Reddit like posts. Like, oh, what are good Christmas horror movies to watch? And this is always on the top yeah. of the list because the rating on the on the um, the rating wasn't that high, if I remember, on IMDb. Yeah, it was like a, a six or so, or so, but I, I think like yeah, some other places so. it was a little higher. Okay. Uh, like like I want to say, uh, like I want to say, like uh, Rotten Tomatoes was like a seventy-seven or something like yeah, that. It's, it's got a pretty. I think it had an eighty-one on Metacritic. Oh. Yeah, like Dread Ce- and I like Dread Central gave it like a five out of five, and I, they're you know they're they're one of the big names in horror journalism. <laughs> We're certainly one of the small ones here, so it's <laughs> very small, microscopic, some might say. Personal experience with this movie, um, I uh, I think I first watched this in like 2020. Um, early on, I had a uh, on my personal Twitter account, I had a uh, my wife and I had planned on doing like an advent calendar of, of Christmas horror movies. We did not get to 25. That's <laughs> that's the first thing that needs to be said. But uh, 
this was one of the ones we watched and it was it was a lot of fun like it it wasn't i don't think it was what either of us were expecting but it was a lot of fun uh so that's kind of my personal experience uh jeff uh my personal experience was you telling me this is what we were watching for this oh, episode all right. and then i was like hmm what's that <laughs> and then about uh 10 minutes and i was like oh it's a music <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jerome? Uh, personal experience oh, with the movie? It was actually my first time watching it. Um, I've seen it around like uh, in the past years. I, I, like you said, it's been around for for a few years, but um, I've only I've seen some 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 uh, trailers and some uh, some image of the movie, and I always uh, thought that uh, I should watch it. It looked it looked fun. Uh, but uh, I kept forgetting about it. But when you so you send me the list uh, uh, on the, the don't remember the name of the app, but when you send me your, your viewing list, uh, I, I saw I saw it and said, okay, that's the one I, I need to I need to watch that one, and uh, that's gonna be it. No, uh, you know, a perfect chance to watch a movie you'd, you'd had your yeah. eye on for a while. No, uh, uh, you can watch it. Uh, I don't know. I, I assume you can buy it on like Prime or, mm-hmm. or rent it on Prime. Um, it's currently showing on Shutter. Um, the full ver- the theatrical release, not the uh, DVD release. Um, so there is about ten minutes difference, including one song. So it depends on how you watched it. it if, if as we're going through our synopsis, it might sound different than what you watched. Um, um, if you go on uh, Amazon, you can order, you just have to watch the Blu-rays. Some of them will be labeled UK version. Some will be labeled US theatrical. Okay. And so if you get the uh, UK version or uh, US theatrical, you'll get the full thing. But if you get the ones just labeled Anna and the Apocalypse, that's like the edited version. Yeah, that's the one I have on, on DVD, right? Right here. There's, there's, that's another thing I found out researching this. There are three versions of the movie. There's the 108-minute cut they showed at festivals. There's the 98 minute cut. That's the release version, and then there's the edited down version. That's like 88 minutes. Oh, gee, how could you make this at 88? Like, geez, oh man, I don't know why. 20 minutes out of the movie. 20 minutes, yeah. I don't know which one I saw. Uh, I I picked it up on the Amazon Prime Amazon Prime Video. Um, there was a, a there was two versions actually. Probably one from Shutter that I needed to to subscribe but there was a free version as well so um the one um the, the way to know the difference i guess besides running time is uh it, uh paul k and uh uh benton benton hall is that what i said yeah M- mark benton have a uh have a song when they're in the school like when, when kind of savage is like we're locking down we're gonna we're gonna get the army army here they're gonna show up we're gonna be fine and uh they savage and and tony sing a song back and forth that's not yeah. in one that that's not in the other versions it's only in the uh like the theatrical version it's called uh which side are you on yep okay. that's that's kind of the only way i figured out to know which one's different okay, i'm not sure i remember that song but uh well it says on the it says one hour 33 minutes here so that might yeah that that might be the that might be the the dvd version that might be so I mean, you didn't miss yeah. much. Like I said, it's one song. They even cut it from the soundtrack uh, of the movie. So, like, it, it tells you how much that song has an impact on the rest of the film. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll get into our uh, to our synopsis here. Also, oh, also, um, the theatrical version has the cool credits up front. Mm-hmm. The um, DVD version has the has the kind of paper animated Santa zombie thing at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, 
I remember that that that's the one that that I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it starts off. So the, the, so it starts off. It either has that at the beginning or it doesn't, you get this blood splatter title card that says Anna and the apocalypse. And then we cut to Anna and John. Uh, they're riding to school with her dad, Tony in the car. He's asking her about coming to the school Christmas pageant tonight. He works there as like the custodian and Anna's like, no, I have to work tonight. Dad, you know, tell him Tony. And he's like, yeah, she has to pay off her ticket. And he sticks his foot in his mouth because he tells her, he tells her dad that she's taking a gap year and not going straight to uni. Um, and then we also get a, a brief moment where this is another, I think, incons- inconsistency between the theatrical cut and the DVD, uh, DVD cut, uh, the theatrical cut is like a line where they're like oh the local town santa has taken sick in his home like he'll he'll be staying in bed so like oh sad news for the town and on the uh on the dvd cut they're like the cdc says blah 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 about the about the virus that's going around it but either way anna goes and turns it off um which i kind of like the theatrical version because it kind of implies that the santa is the reason why everyone's a zombie now (laughs) because it's big enough news that he's sick in their small town (laughs) Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah. <laughs> um, they get to school. Um, Anna and her dad have kind of a big blow up about um, her skipping a year of school. I think he even like basically is like, you know, it, oh, if your mother could see you now, like, like she'd be so disappointed. And oh, where's Anna's mom? Well, we'll learn later that her mom's dead. Taking a gap year to travel the world. What do you think you are, British? <laughs> um, we are introduced to Steph, who has a run-in uh, with uh, headmaster, assistant headmaster Savage, um, who is basically mad at her about uh, the school newspaper running a thing about the homeless population in their small town, and uh, also that her car is on school property, so he confiscates her keys. Which seemed weird, but whatever. And then Jeff's favorite line, where he walks past like two kids that are kissing, and he's like, unsheath your tongues, or something like that. <laughs> yes. That was amazing. Um, the we then get the song "Breakaway," um, which is uh, uh, you know the first song of the movie. Um, this is a musical. I, I we mentioned that, but just to remind people, it is a it is a musical. Um, one thing I noticed during the "Breakaway" song is you hear like some coughing, and there's like a couple kids like kind of like pawing at the wall behind them, and I'm like, oh, like early sign of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, starting. <laughs> Um, in the theater, uh, so like as she, as, uh, Anna's kind of dancing through the hall, singing the song, she winds up in the theater. Uh, we meet Lisa, one of her other friends and, uh, Savage informs, uh, the, the people there, but also us, uh, that four other cast members have called in sick Uh-oh. and then he almost gets, uh, run over by the giant Christmas star in the middle of the stage foreshadowing. <laughs> um, we meet Nick, uh, bullying kids and there's some tension uh between him and anna um you know it i i don't know if we know at this moment but that that they dated but uh we will learn that soon certainly in the lunchroom there's more vague talk about kind of nick and anna's relationship before we get into the hollywood ending song mm. ooh wah, ooh wah, there's no such thing as a hollywood ending yeah um one thing i did notice uh during this song was there was a uh at one point, one of the members of Nick's crew wants to get up and dance with everybody else, and Nick grabs him and pulls him back down to sit down. I like that. I, I thought like that, that was really funny. Yeah, yeah. they're aware they're in a musical. 
<laughs> and then it, I, I think even like later on, there's kind of like another reference to like, like, like I think during Nick's song later on, there's like another reference to like being in a musical, like he's aware and like it's um, outside the school uh, at, as the day ends. And it kind of bumps into a zombie. Uh, she, she's like, oh, sorry, bruv. And, you know, and, and like doesn't realize that there's just a zombie walking past her, like on the way towards the school. Yeah, she, yeah. she barely looks at him, actually. Right. Because yeah. he's got like blood dripping down his face and shit. Like, <laughs> We're then at the. Oh, uh, Christmas is fast becoming my least favorite C word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the bowling alley, Anna informs John that Christmas is fast uh, becoming her least favorite C word. To which John is like, oh, what are you talking about? Look at my awesome sweater. And it's this light up Christmas sweater with a with a Christmas tree on it. Christmas and she's like, legend. Yeah. And then she's like, you look like, a, you know, you're right. You look like a massive C word. <laughs> um, uh, there's a there's like a bachelor party, uh, a group of like uh, bachelor party on a, uh, I, I believe they call it a stag do over mm-hmm. in England or over in the UK. Um, they're uh they're out there in the bowling alley uh as they kind of get ushered out of the uh out of the bowling alley and is trying to like call them the name of santa's reindeer but they can't remember the names of all the reindeer that will come back later for our first harry potter joke yeah yeah as a firebolt no wait that's harry potter's broom and then then anna's like come on i'm begging you read any other book and then john's like oh they're the they're the most popular book series on the planet Yeah, that was a fun bit about the, the reindeers. And... But uh, there was, I think, also there was a there was like an Iron Man reference yeah. earlier on where where Anna's like, uh, like uh, Nick just shooting his lasers at me like Iron Man, and then actually Jay, they're repulsors. And then and then Anna's like, well, he's certainly repulsive or something like that. <laughs> um, then Miss Hinton, the cleaning lady, gets mad at uh Anna and John for for a mess that is left on the floor of the bowling alley. So Anna goes to like Anna, like basically like hockey shoots one of the, one of the shoes into the bin. And then John's like, we'll get a load of this. And he picks it up and just wax, wax Mrs. Hinton in the head with it and knocks her unconscious. <laughs> um, on their way home, uh, Anna and John make snow angels and uh, she kind of second guesses maybe going on her gap year and, and leaving her dad behind. Uh, while that has been going on, we're also cutting to the Christmas pageant at the school. Uh, zombies are approaching. We do get a great song called The Fish Rap, where there's two kids dressed as penguins uh, saying a bunch yeah. of puns about fish and penguins and, and shit. Mm-hmm. That one was awesome. One of my <laughs> and I, I love later on that you see those two kids still in their penguin costumes, but they're full on zombies. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lisa and then actually, sings yeah. uh, It's That Time of Year, which is a Christmas song full of innuendo um there and like the 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 current headmaster like before savage because savage is the assistant headmaster is like sitting there just enjoying the hell out of it uh, out of it like clapping his hands (laughs) in the shadows going lewd that was was so inappropriate for a school musical i mean there's also a guy in the audience there's like a scene where like a mom covers her like child's eyes and the child like pulls that pulls her hand down but there's also a guy who's clearly hiding a boner like (laughs) notice that uh, when when she finishes her song all the people that stands up in the audience are just males yeah no that was great too yeah and like and and the the only person clapping is the headmaster he's going crazy (laughs) it's so good and then uh as savage is going down to try to stop the song from from being sung there's uh pounding on like the emergency exit 
and he kind of he's fighting with whoever's on the other side they're just pounding on the door and he's like he's like you know i'm telling you to stop and then when he opens the door there's no one there but there's blood smeared all over like the door and stuff like that kind of a cool as like the snow falls and it, it, it almost looks kind of like ash i thought it was a really kind of like neat like moment yeah. in the movie oh, yeah. um the next morning uh anna and john are going to school um separately anna's running late completely misses that like her dad wasn't home the night before and uh it feels very uh it feels very beginning like, of dawn of the dead yeah beginning of the Zack snyder dawn of the dead um like with with all the with the with the little girl yeah. and stuff like that like she's she's walking through her neighborhood and there's just zombies like running around murdering people the only difference being that more like Shaun of the dead she's completely oblivious to all the other things that are going on yeah um but we see like oh like zombies running into like people's houses getting chased with like cricket bats like little girls that are trying to get anna's attention like that are potentially like classmates because they're also in uniforms they're like anna anna and she can't hear them because she's singing um uh turning my life around yeah and so she cannot hear like what they're doing and, and like so these little girls are like trying to fight off zombies with backpacks it's yeah. it's a real fun scene yeah, i love the part where she's like what a time to be alive and they're like eating somebody's skirt behind her <laughs> <laughs> where like she runs through the tunnel and just like uh, like three zombies like stand up and try to kind of give chase and don't yeah that was a great scene i i th- i don't know that that's my favorite song in the movie but i think it's my favorite like moment in the movie like it's yeah. it's so much fun yeah um, well that, that that's really the moment when you you you, you see okay we're getting into it now that that's the moment that's when it <laughs> You you get glimpse of it early on, but this is the the, the moment where it's all stars, all stars, yep. very much. No, absolutely. Um, and then uh, they they kind of like meet up, and then there's just this zombie snowman that like attacks John and Anna. Uh, don't forget, uh, John falls on hit during his song. Uh, oh yeah, at one point, yeah, he like slips stops. and falls. <laughs> music stops until he gets back up. No, that was a great moment. Um, but yeah, they're like John and John's kind of a pacifist. I think that's kind of what we've learned, like kind of early on in this movie is like, is like John, you know, Anna's Anna's ex-boyfriend, Nick is, is kind of like macho, like, like a tough guy. And, and John's more of like a pacifist and like, he kind of gets ridiculed for like not being athletic or strong or whatever. And, yeah. uh, the funniest things in the movie for me is this moment where the zombies laying face down and she's like, hold on, I'm a first aider. <laughs> Let me flip you over. And then it's then it's a zombie. And then I think and then like John's back and he's like, mate, hold on, mate, hold on. And, and Anna's like, stop calling him mate, first of all. Like, I don't think it's working. And then she she's able to like lure him towards towards her, and then she launches the zombie snowman's head like off with a with a seesaw and it like lands on the ground. And Anna's kind of in denial that it's like the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And John's like, it's clearly the zombie apocalypse. And the head's still yeah. over its mouth. <laughs> he looks at her and says, Is, do you think that's normal? And the head's still like trying to, to, to eat or the, the head is in, uh, on, on the floor and trying to, to grasp a bite or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then John says like, the famous last words maybe it won't be so bad across town and then we cut to like the town hall with the christmas tree on fire out front yeah i love that too. and then john just like reaches down unpeels a banana and like starts <laughs> eating at it anna like gives him this look and he's like what potassium <laughs> and, then, and then john goes well at least our parents will know what to do 
and then we we cut to people panicking in the school like hoarding supplies for themselves um savage has basically made himself de facto leader a la i mean every other zombie movie but also like lord of the flies stuff like that um it reminded me of the crazy uh religious lady in the mist too oh yeah takes over the grocery store this is this is that extra song that 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 we mentioned got deleted. Uh, this is where we get a uh, Tony and Savage singing uh, "Which Side Are You On?" Yeah. Um, and it, they do kind of a neat thing where like half the half the parents are like on behind Tony, and the other half of the parents yeah. are behind Savage, and they're kind of singing singing at each other. It's kind of a neat scene. Yeah, basically Tony's like, "We need to get uh, supplies together and move out of here," and Savage is like, "No, we have to stay locked in here until the military comes." Yeah, uh, we're, we're, the military's right on our doorstep. I think is kind of what he <laughs> yeah. says. Um, also, Chris's uh, grandma showed up to see Lisa perform, and and, and we for, I, I think we forgot to mention she loves Lisa's song. I don't think she gets any of the innuendo. She's just having a blast listening to this song. Yeah. Just this well, sweet old lady. It, either that or she gets all maybe of it. She, gets it. Party she, she loves seeing those those young males uh, bare chested on, on on stage. I mean, yeah, <laughs> as they're yeah they're like putting giant candy canes between their legs and stuff like that. It, it's great. Uh, uh, but yeah, Chris's grandma is uh is sick, and Lisa's worried about her trying to get her help, and she's more just worried about making sure Chris is okay. So you know, kind of just kind of a, a a moment to shout out there. Um, John and Anna arrive at the bowling alley, and they find uh Steph and Chris uh they had ducked inside the night before as like the zombie apocalypse had started because mm-hmm, they were out filming footage from the soup kitchen and the homeless camp. Yep, and the uh and. They're like, how'd you get in? They're like, the back door was unlocked. And Anna gives John a look and he's like, hey, it's the cleaning lady's fault. Although she might have been concussed. (laughs) Uh, We then get uh, kind of, you know, the kids are talking about um, what's happening. They found a Wi-Fi signal at the bowling alley. So they're able to kind of look at the, um, you know, look at kind of what's going on in the world and kind of get a grasp of what's going on um, as they've kind of hunkered down for a little bit. Anna and Steph get attacked in the bathroom by the zombie version of Mrs. Hinsman, the cleaning lady, um, which ends with uh, a little toilet seat foo as uh, as Steph uh, bashes uh, Mrs. Hinsman's head in with the toilet seat. I think that's my favorite kill in this movie. Oh, it's so good. And, and just like the anger she lets out when she's doing it. Like she's just she's she's got so much pent up rage because like her parents abandon her for Christmas. She can't get to her girlfriend's house. She's just so mad. And so she just bashes this zombie, like this old zombie lady's head in with a toilet seat and, and just blood splatters all over the toilet seat or all over the stall, all over her face. It's it's such a good look. Yeah, that was a good kill. I mean, it was it was it was a good kill. It was satisfying uh, to, to see that 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 old that, that lady that she was <laughs> she was mean to the to them earlier and uh, just and <laughs> the way she, she she got killed. I mean, the, yeah, satisfying. <laughs> very, yeah, very fitting. She got um, what she deserved. Um, and then uh, the zombie bachelor party, like like right after they killed her, they kind of like let out a breath, like a ooh, like a sigh of relief. And then the zombie bachelor party just busts in through the wall, <laughs> and like we then yeah. get like this big fight through through the bowling alley. Um, uh, John bashes a zombie's head in with two bowling balls, and then immediately pukes because he, he's grossed out by it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Chris was like running across the lanes of the bowling alley and like, sl- like slipping and falling on on the oiled uh, this, lanes. This is a great missed opportunity. They could have had the zombies go out there, but since they don't have their bowling shoes, they all fall over. And 
<laughs> and then uh i think uh one of the, zo- the zombie that's chasing chris gets its like head decapitated with the with the lane uh ending thing or I, I don't know what they call it the little gate that comes down after you bowl your frame um yeah. and the head comes back in in the in the, in bowling, the, bowling, uh, chain, yeah. the bowling chain yeah um and then uh uh steph like gets fondled by one of the zombies and then stabs it in the head with like a spatula and then uh uh does anna anna kills hers with a broom is that what happens yeah, I think, yeah she used the broomstick uh that i that's such a fun part like wasn't wasn't killed on the spot he, he rises up a bit later oh yeah yeah that mm-hmm. yeah that one right right like yeah kind of attacks him again yeah so that's something to remember don't use a spatula to kill a zombie not, not that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be the tagline for the episode don't use a spatula to kill a zombie yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, we then get the song human voice, um, as like kind of bombs are dropped on the town. Um, and we kind of see both groups. We see our, our group in the bowling alley. Um, they're singing the song, but then also, uh, Anna's dad and Lisa and Savage are also like watching this happen. It's a very, it's been kind of a very dark, like very, uh, kind of touching song. I, 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 I mean, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it now. Human voice is absolutely my favorite song in the whole movie. <laughs> I know I said I was going to save it for later, but I'm going to say it now. Human voice is so dang good. <laughs> uh, the the next morning, the bowling uh, group uses an inflatable pool to sneak out past the zombies. Um, at one point, they, they're they then like, oh, and, you know, and they stop and they kind of duck down. And John's like, oh, is it a horde? And then Chris is like counting them. And he's like, how many is in a horde? <laughs> Which is a good question. I should have Googled how many is a horde. Well, I'm guessing it's probably not six <laughs> standing around the and then one of the zombies sits down on top of the yeah. thing and starts peeing where Steph is. And she's like, am I being peed on? And it's like, well, at least it's plastic. And she's like, it's warm plastic. <laughs> and then uh, one of the zombies kind of notices Anna, like lifting up the, the side of the pool to see if they can escape and starts making his way towards her. We see some blood splatter on top of the thing. Um, the pool gets flipped over and Nick and all of his buddies are there uh basically kind of you know oh hey we're here to save the day the cavalry's arrived blah 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 we get nick's song soldier of war when when it comes to killing zombies he's the top of his class uh <laughs> while something 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 he's been kicking some ass i think that that's <laughs> that's the main line of the song yeah actually that that one was my favorite no i'd say it's it's a fun there's there's so many good ones mm-hmm. um yeah, and uh i mean he's a, i'm not sure is the actor the singer yeah i think he's singing yeah 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 Okay, so yeah, he, he has a great voice as well. No, he does. He yeah, like notes and, uh, yeah. Well, so his group of friends are a surprisingly effective zombie killing group, too. Yeah, they're not. Uh, <laughs> to, I don't even. Really man, my, my Harry Potter knowledge is very uh, limited, but they're not useless like Draco Malfoy's friends, Boyle and Fart, or whatever the fuck their names are. Uh, Crab and Goyle. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Oh, they're really having fun with this, and it's like their moment. They were waiting for that moment to happen. I mean, they they have so much fun killing those people. <laughs> a, a real pent up teenager rage, yeah. and yeah. like a chance to like let loose and kill these zombies. It, yeah. It's great. Yeah, they're a lot like your uncle, who's always wishing for the civil war, you know, <laughs> right? So he can use some of those guns he's been buying. Except, except you know that when it actually happens, he'd he'd be useless. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Thing, things I do love in the scene though is like they're running around with like uh shopping carts just full of like junk as they're killing these zombies. Like one yeah. kid has like a bunch of knives through his hands, like Wolverine's blades. Um there's like a 
I think like one kid like bashes a zombie's head in with two like two watermelon like two 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 watermelons yeah. and as it like sprays up the blood in the watermelon it looks like he came like it's it's a wild <laughs> it's such a wild like scene in this whole movie yeah yeah and it's ex- actually the the flesh of the watermelon that 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 sprays out and but you kind of get the impression that that's that's the flesh or the brains but it's really like the texture of the watermelon yeah <laughs> That that was a fun part, and I'm not I'm not sure if I saw it completely, uh, kind of uh, probably, but um, uh, I think they also have a cart full of toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just like the old COVID days, right? People just stock yeah, yeah, yeah. toilet paper. Yeah, like, it's the apocalypse. You need to to have that toilet paper. But yeah, at some point I saw a cart. I said, "Was that was that toilet paper in that cart? Like just full of it?" <laughs> I'm not. I'm not entirely sure, but I think I saw that. No, I. Th- I think you're right. That yeah, yeah, I do remember that. So it's first on the hoarding list for me. <laughs> um, at the school, um, everyone's kind of losing faith in Savage's ability to lead, um, and like, they're kind of like all deciding to leave, and then Savage like ominously says, "This is my school." As like there's like a musical sting. <laughs> The kids are trying to get to the school and decide to take a shortcut through uh, Rudolph's Christmas Tree Emporium. Um, at one point, John's like, uh, shouldn't we take a vote? And then Nick's like, live or die, there's your vote. Like, <laughs> um, and you know what we should do? Give the slow zombies an advantage by all packing ourselves into a tight space. Yeah, uh, wait, yeah. Sur- surrounded by Christmas trees that are so thick we can't see our way through and it's dark inside the building. This is the scene where Anna picks up her iconic candy cane from like the cover of the movie. It's got a big stake in the bottom so she can both bash zombies heads in and stab them with it. Um, Great Christmas weapon. Yep. They all, they all kind of get chased all the way through, uh, through the Christmas tree emporium. Um, you know, and, and, you know, fight their way through Nick sees that like all three of his friends have been turned into zombies at one point. Chris like drops his phone and like goes back to get it because he's a big kind of like, uh like video recording guy and so like all of his photos and all of his videos are on that phone sentimental for the memories on the phone yeah and he and steph kind of have a big blow up about that and uh at one point like john goes missing and so nick's like leave him and and anna's like no he's my best friend i'm gonna go save him um friend zoned again (laughs) rough uh john uh then uh, a callback john remembers uh the name of all of santa's reindeer Mm-hmm. and uh it is so proud of himself he, he kind of sticks out his hands to celebrate and a zombie walking behind him just bites his hand and instantly you know and, and well john's dead he's a zombie now yeah i hope oh. it was worth it anna yeah he uh he kind of gets her to safety before he kind of gets mauled by the by this uh group of zombies yeah, um and then you get this voiceover yeah. of uh reading the night before christmas as anna like wails on a bunch of zombies with her candy cane and then uh Right as it gets to like, I, and I heard him exclaim as he rode out of sight, "Happy Christmas, to all and to all a good night." We see the zombie Santa kind of making its way through, like behind them, yeah. uh, which I just thought was kind of a neat touch. Yeah, I like it. And he got his hero moment, like you uh, saved them all in a way. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he 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 basically allowed them enough time to escape and stuff like that. It's it, uh, a, a good, you know, a good death for for probably my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> Um, they arrive at the school, uh, Savage, uh, traps all of, all of our kids, all of our remaining kids in a room with zombies as he sings, uh, nothing's going to stop me now, which like I said, is the scene where he really chews the scenery. Mm-hmm. Like, like I finally understood what chewing the scenery meant as he's like dancing on top of like, 
like on top of like countertops and like on top of tables and shit and like swinging off of things. It's it's such a good it's such a good little song. He was already my favorite character, but this really cemented it. <laughs> Uh, the kids are able to escape, um, and they kind of split up. Nick and Anna go to find her dad slash chase down Savage, while Steph and Chris go to find uh, her car keys that Savage had confiscated earlier in the movie. Um, Chris and Steph find Lisa, uh, but his grandma died from her heart problems. Um, Nick then kind of Nick and Anna kind of have a big fight where Nick's like, you know, I didn't tell anybody that we had slept together, blah blah blah. And she's like, I don't care about that. I care about the fact that like you and I had shared all these like touching heartfelt moments mm-hmm. and then you just dumped me. Like, that's why I don't like you is like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like you're so selfish. And then, you know, he brings up something about John and she's like, no, like he's not, you know, he, he was nice. He was my best friend. You've never done any, anything for anyone but yourself. And then that's when Nick reveals that. No, his dad is not on the military base. His dad got bit and basically begged his son to kill him for it. Like, like, so he didn't get turned into a zombie. Also that, revealing that wasn't about the relationship. He's like, he asked me to kill him. He's like, could you do something right? Just this once. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that was hard. But you, you get you really get to 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 uh to to understand the character there. I mean, you 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 get where he's coming from, uh and well, he did the best he could uh mm-hmm. with the, the with the father he had, so yeah, you really get to 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 learn more about him in that short sentence, short moment. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love the, I love that moment there. No, it's like a real, it's a real like touching, heartfelt kind of scene. I I really enjoyed yeah. that part as well. Definitely makes him more sympathetic. And then uh, like some zombies kind of burst into the room to kind of break up this this touching moment. Nick is basically like, I'll I'll take him. You know, you go, and and he kind of forces her out of the room. Um, we cut to Steph, Chris, and Lisa. Uh, they find a bunch of zombies in Savage's office and, uh, you know, and, and as Steph kind of creeps through, it turns out that they're all kind of distracted by the lights and the tinsel in the room. Mm. Um, Steph is able to get into his office and finds like his big uh, crate full of like contraband items that he's stolen from kids in school and uh, uh, finds a personal massager and that <laughs> grosses her out. She kind of freaks out and that alerts all the zombies uh, to the fact that she's in the office. I found the headmaster's vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> and so she she you know she's like she's kind of like i fucking hate it here and, you know is getting ready to get attacked by zombies you know getting ready to fight she opens the door and chris and lisa are standing behind a tv in the in the office like playing uh playing like a video off of his phone and you know the zombies are now distracted by what's on the tv so she you know so steph goes to escape and chris and lisa start to escape except for his phone then chooses that exact moment to die and they both cut, uh, both Chris and Lisa get attacked by zombies. And like, what is a really like heartfelt touching moment? They both get bit and like, they basically go and, uh, uh, share one last kiss as they start to turn into zombies. And I just thought that was a really like great, sweet moment of the movie. Yeah. It was sad. Cause I liked them better than Anna. <laughs> um, Anna finds her dad on the stage, um, where the Christmas pageant was being held. Um, and he's being held hostage by Savage. We get a song between Savage and uh, Anna called Give Them a Show. And uh, as Anna's just going around, just fucking destroying zombies left, right and center. It's a great it's a great little uh, battle scene. Uh, She's able to get up onto the stage, uh, confronts, you know, freeze her dad, confronts or, you know, um, 
gives her dad gives her a hug and then savage is like oh group hug and then tony punches savage in the gut they start fighting you know kind of have a confrontation at one point like savage kind of gets the upper hand and pushes tony backwards and if you listen closely there's like a little squelch sound when that happens because that's the moment where tony gets bit but we don't know it yet oh i missed that yeah i i i had to like watch it a couple times and then i was like because like the first time like i was like so when does it happen right and then like, so I rewound and like, I think it was like the third time, like that I kind of rewound that little bit. I was like, oh, it happened like right there. Uh, it's right when he gets pushed up against the side of the stage. Another reason why uh, Savage is my favorite character. He knows he's been beaten. So he tries the group hug tactic. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so uh, Tony's able to kind of fight him off and Anna is able to release the star from the pageant that almost hit Savage earlier in the movie. This time it knocks him into the horde of zombies. At first, Savage thinks he's fine because the zombies have caught him and he's like all celebrating he's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's crowd surfing on top of the zombies. And then he's like, oh no, as they start pulling him down and chewing on him. Um, Anna goes to... Uh, you know, kind of goes to, you know, leave with her dad and her dad basically tells her uh, how proud he is of her, gives her a hug and sends her off, um, you know, as they tell each other Merry Christmas because he reveals he's been bitten. Um, Nick Nick shows up at one point. He's like, and Tony's like, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you, Anna. Not not crazy about your boyfriend, though. And Anna's like, he's not my boyfriend. And then Tony's like, oh, that's a relief. <laughs> Uh, Nick and Anna um, are outside of the school. We get the song. Uh, they're they're surrounded by a zombie horde, and we get this song called "I Will Believe" um, by Anna and Tony. As we kind of see what's happened to the whole cast, we see uh, Chris and Lisa walking through like the room that they were in, and like they're both zombies, but they're still kind of holding hands. I thought that was kind of neat. And then uh, we cut to John in the middle of the mall wearing his shirt. He's a zombie, but he's still hitting the button to light up the sweater. <laughs> christmas legend yeah and then uh the zombie horde continues to approach as the song uh ends anna closes her eyes as snow starts to fall and then we hear like a car car noises as steph appears in her car and she goes boom saved your life turns out there is such a thing as a hollywood ending uh they drive off uh looking for safety um steph goes where to next as a banner that says merry christmas like flies by the screen and then we get a, one last jump scare. A zombie Santa appears on the screen and kind of lurches its way towards you. The end. <laughs> yeah, that was a good a good jump scare. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I know, uh, Jerome, you and I mentioned our favorite songs. Jeff, what was your favorite song? Um, I was kind of torn. I liked Breakaway quite a bit, but I think the Hollywood ending song is my favorite just because of uh, Nick refusing to let his guys dance in the dance number. It's it's such just a little <laughs> funny moment, but no, that is so great. Like the, every the first time I watched this, I wasn't crazy about a lot of the songs, I, but like at this point, like no, I love these songs. All these songs are really really good. Like they're it's really impressive how much fun and like catchy these songs are. They're like uh, like big budget musical level songs. I was kind of surprised. I figured they probably yeah. wouldn't be that good given it was like a lower budget production, but no, I liked them. Yeah, I think that um, the Hollywood ending song, I, I think maybe it doesn't cut up with me as much because I think the, there's the Hollywood ending concept uh, mm-hmm. is kind of overused a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so that one was like, okay, okay, good. Yeah, you, we get it. <laughs> we know it's not going to happen in that movie. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, so that's why I, I, I prefer the, um, I, I really love the, 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 the fish rap. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, that was, was a blast. I almost picked yeah, that, that one. That was fun. That was fun. 
Um, but uh, no, I, I really enjoyed the the, the Soldier at War. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that, uh, I can't remember the name of the actor. With, uh, oh, geez, I, I have it. Hold on, <laughs> Ben Wiggins. Ben Wiggins. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, he has an amazing voice. Uh, I was very uh, surprised by that and great great performance for, uh, from him. Um, yeah. No, they kind of got a guy that kind of looks like a douche and like he's got the, uh, you know, so you're like, oh, I, I'm not going to like this guy. And then he just has these, this amazing singing voice and you're like, that's real impressive. Yeah, yeah really absolutely. You, 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 don't, you don't expect that for, coming from him. Well, he really pulls, I mean, he pulls them out of the fire by saving them. And then also he gets more humanized later on when you find out more about him. Uh, he's a pretty good character. Mm -hmm. uh, good character development. No, I agree. Um, Let's get into our uh, our minutia. Um, we'll kind of go go through uh, our different little categories here. Um, do you want to start with Christmas Carol favorite quotes? Um, hold on, let me pull up my list. I will pull up mine as well. Oh, I clicked on the wrong thing. Um, the early on uh, when those two people are kissing in the hallway and uh, Savage confronts uh, Steph about her keys, he then goes, "Withdraw your tongues to the two to the two teens that are kissing." That was, that was also my top quote: <laughs> "Withdraw your tongue." I'm not I like sure. I, I haven't I haven't noted any uh, any quotes actually. Well, I, I love doing this. They they were guessing which celebrities were zombies. And uh, yeah, and I uh, said, and uh, it's Chris. Yeah, Chris said, uh, yeah, Justin Bieber's a zombie, <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely. No, like, yeah. and he's like, he's like, oh, Robert Downey Jr. He's a zombie, and he's like, no, he's a bazillionaire. He, you know, he's surrounded by electric fences and supermodels. And then, and then Chris is like, I don't know, one, uh, one, uh, one infected fitness trainer, and and <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got an exchange between Anna and Nick. Anna's like, you're such a child. And Nick's like, a sexy child. Wait, no. And she's like, goodbye, Nick. <laughs> uh, when Anna arrives at the theater and Lisa, Lisa says something along the lines of like, what do you think in regards to like the whole setup for the, uh, for the uh, Christmas pageant? Anna goes, it's like Narnia threw up all over Oz. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, uh, Nick and Steph, when they're outside the Christmas Emporium, Nick's like, we go through here, we might make it to the school before sundown. Plus, it'll be fun. And then Steph's like, yeah, certain death. So much fun. <laughs> um, there's there's a, another Steph line is when, uh, when Steph's like talking about like wanting to basically like even though she's been told not to do the story about the homeless people, uh, but she's going to do it anyway. She's like, let's see that asshole try to stop this one. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, Steffi was one of the, my favorite characters in that movie as well because, well, she 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 has all sorts of all sorts of liners like that, and just that scene in the car with the car at the end, that boom, save your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the last one I have is uh, when when uh, John and Anna are trying to remember the names of all the reindeer. Um, he's like, well, there's Olive, and then he go, then he's singing. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names, and then John goes, Olive was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my last one was her talk. There, it's when they were trying to name the reindeer the first time, and John's like, Firebolt. Oh no, wait, that's Harry Potter's broom. And Anna's like, Oh no, we can't hang out anymore. You're too sad. You've hit like peak sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Moving on, uh, what what category do you want to do next, Jeff? 
Let's talk about the Christmas sea factor. All right. Uh, Christmas spirit, not to be confused with Jerome's holiday spirits book. Um, how Christmassy is this movie? How Christmassy were the kills? I, I, I would say very much so on both accounts. Um, however, the one thing that I that I would say was like not w- w- that I would have added that would have made it a little more Christmassy is more of the songs having a little maybe jingle bells or having a little mo- bit more of that Christmas like kind of feel to them. That that's oh. the one thing that I was like, oh, that was lacking a little bit. It's in it's in a couple of the songs, but it's not in all of the songs. Yeah, and. It- there was a uh, like a small bit, like you said uh, earlier, with the, the 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 reindeer song. But the, and when it came up, I was like, yeah, that, that's fun. That's a good one. And but they could have they could have added a few more like that uh, for sure. I, I think during a uh, Savage's song, um, like there's like some jingle bells in the background of that mm-hmm. one, and I'm like, like more of that, please. Like just a little, you know, it doesn't have yeah. to be a full on Christmas song. Just a little bit more of that crunchiness that kind of that kind of symbolizes a Christmas song. Yeah, I mean, I liked all the Christmas decorations. They did good in that aspect. But yeah, I think the music could have been a little bit more Christmas themed and it would have been better. Uh, kills. I mean, it's it's zombie stuff, but like uh, shout out zombie Santa, uh, zombie penguins, um, zombie yeah. snowman. Yeah, zombie snowman. And uh, yeah, and uh and uh, the candy cane was a was a good uh, a good mm. weapon. Yeah, no that that's that that adds to that Christmassy factor so much. I think I think they they could add uh, one or two more without being too uh, too on the nose. Mm. Um, not sure what they could have picked actually. Maybe kill kill a zombie with a Christmas tree or something. With yeah. uh, I was hoping sure in the uh, Christmas Emporium they might do like a skate kill or maybe yeah. a sled kill. Yeah. No, yeah, that was like Santa's sleigh, like runs over a zombie's head or something. I thought that would have been yeah. kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, but overall, I think they did a decent job. No, I this is this is certainly a more Christmassy movie. I mean, you know, uh, I think the last Christmas movie we did was Night of the Comet, and that one was pretty much like not Christmassy at all, except for a handful of scenes. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's not as bad as like say your Christmas Twister, or something like that. I think I think that the, the 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 musical aspect adds to the fact that to the the Christmassy element because I mean it's very it's very Christmassy to have a musical movie to me I think uh, mm, yeah <laughs> that that's that's the kind of movie that you you enjoy in, in winter nights and uh, yeah I think that that alone adds up to the Christmas factor yeah. Yeah, definitely. All those childhood, like Rudolph, Frosty, all musicals. Mm. Um, uh, do, uh, let's move on. Let's do uh, Christmas sweater. Um, favorite, uh, favorite sect of decorations, favorite effects, favorite uh, costuming choices, stuff like that. Uh, Jerome, do you have anything you want to shout out? Um, well, a shout out to the. I think the 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 the, the music, the the cute, the school musical, the school performance with. <laughs> Mm-hmm. what's her name the the, the girl that she sang uh, song. lisa yeah lisa's song with all the 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 sexy elves I mean, that was yeah. fun lisa's impromptu burlesque show no the, i was when yeah. i was going through like making my notes there was someone listed as like santa boy and i'm like what the fuck is a santa boy and then i rewatched the movie i'm like oh uh, those are the santa boys <laughs> the hunky guys wearing wearing like, no shirts and santa hats those are the santa boys that was totally coming from out of nowhere i mean but um yeah other than that um well decorations i mean 
there was like like you said earlier they, they had a problem with the, the, the there wasn't enough snow uh, i think outside that would have added a more touch to uh mm-hmm. more element of the of christmas but uh and the the thing with the christmas emporium because it was it was very dark uh maybe they, they could have some christmas slides uh, a yeah. little bit more in there because it's supposed to be a Christmas shop, but we don't see very much because it's it's so dark. It's it's closed, and uh, no, I, that that that's a good shout. I think that would have been really cool, like Christmas yeah. lights hanging from the ceiling or something like that, illuminating yeah, the store. Some uh, animatronics that starts at uh, various moments just to to add some scares. Um, yeah, but in the school, there was pretty much there. The, it was well decorated. Uh, no, I, I think they, they did a, gr- a great job overall. I uh John's sweater. I loved uh I loved John's light of Christmas sweater. I Christmas thought that was legend. great. <laughs> I loved the uh like the blood spatter, the zombie effects, like mm-hmm. everything with that. All the zombies looked really good, like looked really looked looked really zombified, like mm-hmm. um Anna's candy cane uh weapon is is a really cool, kind of really iconic Christmas weapon. Like like that might replace uh axe as my favorite Christmas weapon. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, then a uh, personal note, I, I think um, out of the whole crew, I think Steph just has the best look with like her kind of short cropped blonde hair. Um, you know, like I think she kind of wears kind of her uniform for most of the things. So like, like by the end of it, like her shirts all covered, like her white shirts all covered in blood and like kind of her blazer. Like I j- just has such a neat look. I, re- I really like Steph's whole kind of look. Yeah. Yeah. Savage. I loved his look. He looks, I mean, you could just tell he's evil the second he comes on camera before he even says anything. His suit and his glasses, the way he's got his hair cut, you can just tell it's like, oh well, there's the bad guy. And, and I mean, uh, straight out of straight out of comic books, I mean, he looks as he gets more and more deranged, like his hair kind of goes wild. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the cover is, but the uh, the Joker where like it's the all the ha ha has in the background and he's running his two hands through his hair. Yeah, like yeah. Look, kind of made yeah, me think uh, of that. Like as his hair gets more unruly and stuff. Yeah, and that character reminded me of. of- I can't remember. I was looking for it earlier, but he reminded me of of, of a principal in one of one of the one of these eighties movies. Uh, but I can't remember which one. But that was like that's this guy. I mean, <laughs> his, perform- yeah. his performance was probably inspired by that that actor. But I just can't can keep can 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 remind me in which movie it is. Uh, it it kind of gave me a little bit of a uh, of Ferris Bueller. The the I think it's a principal that's trying to yeah, track down Ferris. Yeah I, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's yeah. the one. Yeah, it reminded me yeah. a little bit of the Dean from uh, Animal House too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, going back on Steph, you were a uh, Steph. I had uh, I'm not sure if you 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 caught this, but she uh, her look she reminded me a, a little bit as um, John Constantine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she had, like the the, the 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 bleached hair and uh, me- a little bit messed up with uh, a trench coat and uh, she, the, the the white shirt. She, she had a kind of a Constantine vibe to to me. No, that's a gr- that's a great shout. Yeah, I didn't think about that at all. No, that's that's an amazing shout. Second to last category, I guess. Um, broken bulb, brilliant bulb, uh, broken bulb. One thing you would fix in the movie, uh, brilliant bulb. Uh, one thing you want to praise, um, Jeff? Do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, my broken bulb was, I wish we could have had a little bit less Anna. <laughs> and, and I know it's Anna and the apocalypse, but I just, 
I did not connect with her character as much as I did with so many of the other characters. I wish we could have got a little more Nick, uh, some more Steph would have been nice. She was really interesting. Even just some more like John on his own, I think could have been cool. But yeah, I just a little too much Anna in my Anna. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, as as brilliant bulb, uh, one thing you want to praise. uh, I mean, obviously the, the assistant and then self-appointed headmaster's performance. I just thought he was insane. He pulled it off brilliantly. I mean, he started off as like the asshole that you love to hate, like bad school principal. And then he just devolves into like an unhinged madman. Like you're talking about like Joker level releasing, feeding yeah. kids to the zombies. <laughs> no, those, uh, are, those are accent. Jerome, do you have uh, one thing you want to fix? And then one thing you want to praise for the movie? Well, I think that the thing that I would have fixed, um, I, I think it takes a little bit too long to get into the, the zombie apocalypse thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that part is great, but the, the the context before that, it takes a bit of time. I mean, they, they could have uh, shortened that that part a little bit and we without losing any of the story. Uh, so yeah, I think they could have just like, 10 minutes in that in the beginning um <clears throat> but overall uh i didn't enjoy it um uh what brilliant thing um what was the uh i mean there was a few, few good i i really loved the 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 bowling uh the bowling setup mm-hmm. uh, yeah um there were some great some of the great uh dialogues were in, in that in those scenes i think and uh later on it it did it did brought, brought in some uh very cool uh very cool uh actions and uh very cool uh zombie kills as well so yeah yeah no, I, I uh no th- those are those are both excellent too um my my broken bulb um uh, the thing I would fix is is kind of the issue that we talked about at the beginning, the uh, theatrical cut versus the DVD cut. Like, uh, you know, it th- that extra 10 minutes, like, it, yeah, you know, it, you don't need it. But, you know, the fact that, like, you know, there was there was confusion between the two of us. There was confusion with me when I was like, you know, looking at my DVD copy and I'm like, why does it say it's, you know, 90 minutes and I'm looking at the uh, on shutter and I'm like, and it's an hour or, you know, it's 100 minutes like what you know what's the difference here you know there's one kind of fun song that gets cut out like mm-hmm. i think it's just kind of silly to remove 10 minutes of the movie like on the dvd cut just just put it all out you know it's yeah. it's worth it it's 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 a you know and you know and it avoids confusion later on you know we we talked about that on our uh uh third saturday in october episode mm-hmm. that supposedly we watched the movies out of order like why have the confusion just just release one movie like it's, you know yeah. 10 minutes isn't going to make or break your film no, totally. And uh, actually, the cutting a song is not, is probably not the, the best way to do it. Uh, I mean, just it's a musical. Leave the song, but just cut another another random part. I mean, there was a few that could have just been cut. No, I I, I agree. Um, Brilliant bulb, though. Um, so I've not seen all of the zombie Christmas movies. I know there's a Cadaver Christmas. There's Stalled. There's a Silent Night Zombie Night. Um, I mean, technically, uh, Night of the Comet is kind of a zombie Christmas movie. Um, and I, I think there's a couple others. Certainly, there was in the you know in these two thousands. There's been a there's kind of been there's not only been the zombie craze, but then like you know m- multiple people at like the same time basically went. I'm going to put out a zombie Christmas movie. Like <laughs> and and you know having not seen all of them, 
I can honestly say it's going to take some doing for any of them to be better than this one. This one is just so much dang fun. And I, the, the musical aspect adds a lot to it, but I mean, it feels referential to like Shaun of the dead. It feels refer- referential to Zack Snyder's Dawn of the dead. It like, um, I think, I think kind of like night of the living dead. Like you, you get all sorts of fun little things yeah. that like really kind of make this movie. The bowling alley cleaning lady's uh, name is a reference to one of the characters in night of the living dead. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> It's been years since I've seen Night of the Living Dead, but yeah, Mrs. Hintzman, yeah, that would. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, actually, uh, we'll, uh, actually, I think that uh, maybe my 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 Brian Bald might might be the fact the fact that it's a musical. I think that that's the that what makes it fun, uh, that, right? That's what, mm-hmm. that, that movie fun. Otherwise, it would be just a really standard zombie movie. Um, yeah, I agree. No, and, and speaking of fun, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll do our kind of final rating now. Um, uh, listeners of the show will know um, that we rate uh, our Christmas horror movie on one of three categories. Is it seasonally scary? Is it ho 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 hilarious? Or is it you will be sorry? Um, I'll go first. I mean, uh, Jerome, you brought up fun and uh, this movie's ho 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 hilarious. It's it's very silly. It's not all that scary other than that jump scare at the end. Uh, but it is just so much fun to watch. The musical numbers are great. They're toe tappers. You're, you're dancing the streets. Like the fight scenes are great. Like there's so many great, it, it feels, uh, what's the name of that? Um, uh, mall zombie game that came out for Xbox dead rising dead. Right. It feels like, like a lot of the fighting, like, like a lot of the stuff feels very like dead rising with the, uh, you know, kind of having to improvise like weapons instead of, you know, just having access to guns and shit. Like it's, it's, it's so good. Like I, 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 had so much fun watching this movie the first time had fun watching it with Jeff. The second time had fun watching it the third time to take notes. This movie is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I agree that that's, that was the the rating I was going for as well. Uh, because it, it's not that scary. I mean, you're not going to, if you like very, uh, if you're into a uh, gore and uh, very uh, dark shit, uh, that that's not going to do it for you. That's for sure. Uh, that that's fun. That's hilarious. That's, that's a silly movie. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah, I went with Ho Ho Hilarious too. I love the way that they uh, melded the zombie movie together with the musical aspect. I love the fact that uh, it didn't go the Shaun of the Dead route where they turned the zombies into a joke, basically. The zombies still feel like they're a threat, even though there is a comedic tone to all the action. <laughs> I thought they did a really good job on the effects, especially the zombie makeup. I thought was really good, considering they probably didn't have a lot of budget to spend on that. And, uh, yeah, I didn't find myself getting bored at all throughout the movie, even rewatching it. I ended up watching it three times. I watched it once by myself, once with my wife, and then once again to take notes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, it held my attention. Uh, I do agree uh, with what Jerome said earlier, though, that if they hadn't put the musical aspect in, it would have been like just your standard zombie movie. I don't think it would go anywhere. No, absolutely. No, I think that that's an excellent call. And, and it just makes it stand out like... Where, yep. where, you know, like I said, I listed three movies and I, I, I mean, I, I think I could name them, but there's a part of me that would like, I might have trouble actually naming the other three zombie Christmas movies. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's round out our naughty list. Uh, it's where we take the villain villains of the movie and, and, uh, rank them against, uh, other villains that we've had on other Christmas, uh, movies. Um, currently our, uh, reigning champion is the nuclear apocalypse, uh, from, I'm dreaming of a white doomsday and our, uh, uh, is our worst character still, uh, what's his name from barricade? Yeah. Uh, parent shade, <laughs> parent shade from barricade. <laughs> um, 
So, I mean, I, I was just going to put it out there. Um, zombie apocalypse, uh, probably not as bad as the nuclear apocalypse that wiped out most of humanity uh, from I'm Dreaming of a White Doomsday. Um, I was probably going to put it somewhere between the children and Black Friday. Mm, yeah, I, that's where I was going to settle it because we don't know if it affected more than just uh, like England and Scotland or did it break off into other continents? Yeah, yeah, especially well, like they don't have the they don't really have. I, I think it's kind of implied that it was happening elsewhere, uh, which certainly makes it better than the children. But also the fact that a bunch of a bunch of children, a bunch of teenagers can survive a zombie apocalypse wow. where, you know, in a but it's it's certainly more widespread than the alien invasion from uh, Black, Friday. Black Friday. So I don't know. It's well, they do. They lucked out. They got slow zombies, right? Even fast zombies. They were all <laughs> dead. True. The last time there were zombies on those islands, it, they were all fast zombies, and it was twenty eight days later. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any thoughts? They, they do mention. They, they ask uh, themselves at some point if Paris survived, or but I don't think they got the answer. Did yeah, they? I don't think they did. No, like, like, yeah, they're no, just kind of trying to cool. trying to guess based off of I think what they're seeing online and what they're seeing yeah. on social media. I think they just assume they said something like, well, it's Paris. It must have. Yeah. <laughs> it's not exactly that quote, but uh, it was something like, in that vein. Um, I think they say like the French are fighters or something like that, which is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but no, like, do, do I, we know how it started. No, I don't. I don't think it's, it's ever mentioned. Yeah. I think, I think we're just kind of, you know, just suddenly it just kind of happens. Yeah, they're just talking yeah. about flu-like symptoms on the radio. That's really the only hint you get. Yep. Yeah, but you don't know. So there's really no way to know if the rest of the planet just got it. So beside assuming and yeah. And so, no. Okay. I wasn't sure if I missed that part or uh, or, or if it they just left it vague on purpose. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think I'd put it. I think I'd put it uh, uh, just below Black Friday. I think that's kind of my thought. I mean, it's it's better than the children. I mean, those are all a bunch of small children attacking their parents. Uh, where uh, Black Friday was giant was giant aliens that are destroying big box stores. Um, <laughs> but I think I, I think I would put I think I would put it uh, just below Black Friday, just above the children. I think that's our rating. So. <laughs> it would definitely go higher if we knew the extent of the outbreak. I think. Mm. Mm. So let's, uh, we'll, uh, you know, luckily for Jeff, we have a guest this episode, so I won't make him eat a bunch of junk food. Um, and instead of we'll ask Jerome a couple questions in a segment we like to call Garbage Day. Huh? No. <laughs> so Jerome, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know how many questions Jeff has. Um, certainly my first one for you is, um, uh how did you and travis kind of decide to do holiday spirits like what was kind of your inspiration like what made you go like christmas horror anthology that's the direction we should go in <laughs> well the, the we we there's a, an anthology that we're doing uh with the range cone that is called uh, cthulhu invades uh, well that's the name of the series cthulhu invades and we were uh i was putting the final touch to the book uh the first one which was uh, cthulhu invades oz and uh, it was during the holiday, so I was crunching the pages and trying to, to finish the book as, as fast as we could so we can send it out to the printer right after Christmas. And uh, that working on that, the, the idea of the anthology came to my head. And uh, the, I'm not sure if 
I think that the name of the book came before the, the, the idea of creating the anthology. Uh, so, and I, yeah, so I, I messaged a few friends, a few creators that I knew uh, what they thought about the idea. I said, well, that's a great idea. If you need something, uh, I'll help you out and uh, I'll be there. So, yeah, and I told uh, my friend Travis, I said, hey, I got this idea. Uh, he said, if you want to do that book, if you want to do a Kickstarter, do it, prepare everything, and uh, I'll take care of the, 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 the Kickstarter campaign. Uh, because I, I, I'm, uh, I live in Montreal, Canada, Canada so, uh, and doing Kickstarter, it, we, we can do it. We, we It works, but uh, shipping shipping to, to the U.S., whatever country it is uh it would have it would have cost so much that uh it would have been hard to to finance the book so mm -hmm. that's why travis decided to to put take the book under his wing for the campaign and uh manage the whole campaign the shipment and everything from from his uh, from uh, florida so uh yeah so that that's what started it and uh it did great uh, so uh, and we decided to to come back for a second one uh last year and uh, now we're working on the third one um so and each time each year we try to 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 bring back to bring different people so there are different creators in uh, so people that haven't worked on the previous one uh the year after uh, the year before um and uh we also try to to bring bigger names to the book as well bigger bigger talents um and uh we try to 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 make the book better each time and make the book thicker as well so we try to to uh to add to the page count each year so <clears throat> and uh well it, and we had a good uh, good news this year as well uh a publisher named Ben of Bard decided to to buy the the first issue the first volume and publish it the, this year so it's going to be available through a, a comic book store as well nice no uh, th this is a this is a audio podcast um but i did uh pull off my shelf uh both the the, the two volumes and the uh two uh, uh christmas and july specials so i mean yeah <laughs> is that first one supposed to be a fright night reference uh i believe it is yes <laughs> yes yeah, it is totally totally um and uh the the other ones uh the reason that uh, i did i want to do uh, the christmas and july special is uh basically because the montreal's comic-con is uh in july and i wanted to to i have many books that i've worked on uh with a range cone and uh, other creators but i want to to show off my book as well but uh christmas book in july was like i wasn't sure if uh I would get any attention, so uh, I decided to do like a short, a small spin-off name, uh, "The Spirits Christmas in July," and for that one, we did two issues as well. It's only three stories in the book, so it's short and sweet, and it was basically a promo item for uh, the the the, ne the next volume. No, that's odd. No, I, I, I mean, you know, not to, not to, you know, blow smoke up your butt, but I, I think I've actually enjoyed the Christmas in July specials more than I've enjoyed like the the full on. Uh, holiday spirits so oh, that's great um, we, may, we, may, we may do uh we may have something uh coming up for uh, uh like a third volume we want to do uh, probably a uh, trade paperback for uh 
the Christmas in July and maybe add some stuff. So that's something we're thinking about. Oh, very cool. Um, Jeff, do you have, do you have any questions? Uh, one of my questions was uh, looking up some information about you. How did you get involved with the uh, Cthulhu Invades Oz project? <laughs> well, actually, because uh, I've worked with uh, Travis for uh, like five years already, five, six years. Um, and since the beginning of his uh, Orange Gun Productions company, uh, I did the first issue with him, the, which was Broke Down and Forded Bodies. And uh, we want to, he, well, basically the idea was to, that he wanted was to to bring more more attention to, to uh, Range Cone Productions and what we can do. Uh, so he, just, he came up with this idea of uh, combining those two properties, two gigantic properties together <laughs> and create this anthology. And it was it was a huge success uh, for us, and uh, so we decided to to expand the brand and continue uh, with those with those ideas and do more of these. Um, and it, it's a great way, a great uh, great way to to work with other creators as well and meet other friends, uh, other people, and make friends. Um, because in those books, each of the, the stories are written by different people and different artists as well so you can count like 50 or 60 creators per book and the Cthulhu Invade series so that's a those are huge books uh for us for uh I mean we're a small very small team so but uh yeah uh, and when when uh, Travis came up with the ideas he said like we're doing that book okay cool <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't so sure actually at the the, the beginning what how it would work out and he had the full concept in his mind and I, uh, as i was i was lettering the stories to each of them and i separately but i knew they had to to come up to come together in some point and it was really when i was started to put, to put the book together that i fully understood what we were really doing there uh and it all made so much more sense uh, at that point um but yeah we're working uh, as well i'm i'm working I'm, f I'm working on the trying to finish the the third one uh last year we did the cthulhu invades wonderland now we're we're doing uh, cthulhu invades neverland so that's nice. the third one and like the the the, the end of the, the the first arc if i say uh, well my nephew's a big peter pan fan so i'll have to show him that getting <laughs> neverland yeah <laughs> And the funny thing is, and uh, I, I made fun of Travis the, the other day uh, with that, was um, he said, well, we're kind of fucked because us, we had that many characters that we have a bunch of characters, but not that much. Wonderland, there's so much many characters that we we had to expand and the book is way bigger than the first one. And he said, and now we're fucked because in Neverland, there's not that many characters I mean, you cannot tell, you cannot separate the Lost Boys. You cannot. So, I'm not sure if we're we're not gonna be as big as Wonderland. It turns out that the book is gonna be way bigger. Than Wonderland. Yes. <laughs> it was like, it, yeah, that's the smaller one, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but we we kept adding stories and stories and stories to the book, and uh, I received the the last story like last week and the, the campaign was uh, was in july <laughs> so, 
but I um, think so far, so far only, and uh, just to give you an idea, because we have in the books, you have, you, you saw there's a, there's prose and uh, chapter breaks and all that stuff, but only comic book pages, we have over 200 pages now. Wow. So the, the, the book might end up like 230 to 40 pages, probably. So that, that's going to be <laughs> a thick book. Kind of kind of going back to, to holiday spirits, uh, but more kind of a question about you. Um, uh, favorite Christmas horror movie? Uh, favorite Christmas horror movie? Oh, I think I have to go with... Um, I think I have to go with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a classic. There, there's a few others, but uh, yeah, I'm not too big. Of, weirdly, I'm not too big of a fan of Krampus. <laughs> uh, he's 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 huge, and people love him. But uh, yeah, I think th- those movies are basically like monster movie. Um, I think there's more to it than uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night than. Yeah, I think I'm more of a slasher movie guy than monster movies. No, uh, speaking of uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, I know I know you and I talked about it online uh, last year. The uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night comic series from American Mythology. Yeah, um, I don't know if you've added to your uh, to your pre order list or your to your pull list. Um, they are doing another one that is about the guy who killed Billy's parents. Uh, huh. I think they're doing a one shot coming out next month. Okay, I have to check that out. I, no, I, I, I just kind of stumbled across it and I was, I was going to like, I was going to message you and then I was like, and it, you know, just slipped my mind until literally right this moment. And I was like, Oh, this is the perfect time to bring it up. He's right here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to check it out. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we'll see if uh, werewolf Santa can change your mind about Christmas monster movies. Sure. Sure. Send me the link. Send me the link. <laughs> it, it's, it's not out yet. I think uh, Jeff and I were looking at it uh, like last week or two weeks ago. Um, it does look like it's going to be a Netflix, ex- Netflix exclusive, uh, okay. like starting here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. And it's about Santa cool. getting bit by a werewolf. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Well, anyway, can't wait to see that one. Uh, do you have any other questions, Jeff? Uh, I, I think I'm all tapped out. No, that was all I had. All right. Well, uh, uh, Drum, do you want to uh, tell everyone uh, when to look for uh, the Kickstarter for Holiday Spirits 3 and where they can order the other volumes? The Kickstarter campaign is, I don't have the exact date right now uh, because we have to to launch, uh, we have to do a short campaign for another one of our, our books called the Granite State Punk. Okay. So we're launching we're launching Granite State Punk, I think, tonight uh, or tomorrow, I'm not sure. And next off, it's so probably it's going to be like end of November and December. Uh, but uh, we're, we've submitted the, the page for pre-approval to uh, Kickstarter yet, so. But uh, chances are, as soon as K- Grand State Punk ended, we launch uh, all these spirits. But the the book from the volume one from Ben of Bards is gonna be in stores on uh, November uh, December twentieth, like just the week before Christmas. Okay. Cool. And uh, I know it's it, I think the pre-orders are are, are over now. Uh, but I'm pretty sure if uh, if you want to order a copy through your local comic book store, they can do so uh, by contacting Ben of Bars directly, 
and they can manage to send them copies or whatever. So, no, I... yeah. So look for it in, in December. So the, the book that, that will be in store is pretty much the same book as you, you got from the Kickstarter. Uh, only difference is that uh, I commissioned a, a new cover for that one to make sure that people can can, can get the difference. Um, and yeah, and for all the spirits three, we'll we'll have the the standard three three different covers available. And uh, for those who missed the first one, uh, they're they're all available through through the campaign as well. Oh, and I'll make sure to I'll certainly make sure to promote once it once that Kickstarter launches and stuff like that. That yeah. way. And we'll have um, last year. I didn't add time to to create a small trailer uh, for uh, promoting the, the the campaign. But a friend of mine did one for for the volume three. So, and I think that um, we had one for volume one, and I think it helped us a lot for with the campaign. So uh, as soon as as uh, as I'm ready to share it, I'll send you the link as well. So no, awesome. Um, no, I mean, that's the thing too, is like, it really does feel like you guys were kind of on the, uh, on like the cutting edge of, of this. Cause like, you know, uh, holiday spirits came out and I think there was maybe one other like Christmas horror comic that came out that year. And since then every year, it's just, I, it's just exploded. We yeah. had, we had more last year and even more this coming out this year. Yeah. And actually there's a, I saw yesterday that uh, creep show is doing a Christmas special, a comic book Christmas special. Mm. Mm. And it's kind of fun because that it kind of was the inspiration behind the, the anthology as well. You should because... sue Shutter and get your cut. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not sure I'm going to win that one. But, <laughs> yeah, the idea of having well, in the the, the, the we we changed the, the like the gatekeeper for the for Marley the mm-hmm. the, the, the the prisoner that that's on death row in the first volume, and we're kind of doing. A, for for those who followed, we kind of doing his story, but uh, backwards. So in the second volume, it was his trial. So in the first volume, we see we see Marley on death row, and he's, he, he's visited by the, the three spirits. And on the second volume, it's he's on death, he's on the trial. And I think in the third one, uh, I think we're going earlier in his life as well. Oh, very cool. So um. Yeah, I uh, uh, drone. Where can people uh, find you on social media and stuff like that? Well, they can find me basically on uh, on uh, Zither. <laughs> Twitter. I don't know. I don't know what's it called anyway. We still call it Twitter here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, on, on Twitter, I'm jboy four nine five. They can find me also on Instagram. Uh, it's uh, Jerome Letters Comics, and yeah, that's about it. That's a, that's pretty much uh, the place. I have a Facebook account, obviously, but I don't share many of the comic stuff there. So, yeah, all my my comic book stuff is basically on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, awesome! Um, and you know, if people want to follow us, uh, certainly, like I said, we'll retweet and add repost when uh, when the stuff launches. If, um, but we are on Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Blue Sky Threads. Jerome, if you need a Blue Sky invite, let me know. I'll I'll hook you up. Oh, um, I, I keep forgetting, but uh, I'm on Blue Sky as well. It's the same handle as uh, as my uh, Twitter handle. It's uh, jboy495 as well. Yeah, where where they where all those places were at horror the number four holidays. Uh, the Q app, uh, horror four holidays, same thing. Um, 
uh we sent it to jerome he picked the movie to watch um other times we just uh spin the wheel and do what it says um because yes. it stops jeff and me fighting over uh watching um uh secret santa or secret santa aka chris massacre <laughs> yes we're we're beholden to q on this podcast stop it um we are uh uh on youtube uh that's where we seem to get a lot of our traffic uh youtube.com slash horror for the holidays and yeah if you give us a kickstarter link you can send it to jay and i'll put it in the description of the youtube episode um thank you yeah and we'll uh we're we're you know give us a thumbs up give us a subscribe uh ring that bell leave us a comment um talk with jeff's mom on that one uh comment that she left a couple weeks (laughs) back um Bring up all the horrible things I've said about Canada in past episodes. <laughs> Comment section for this one. Yeah, yeah, let, yeah. Let let Jerome know uh, what Jeff really thinks of him. Um, <laughs> and also, strangely, my favorite oh. Christmas horror movie, Black Christmas. Je- I mean, talking bad about Canada. Look at that. I mean, that movie's great. Um, but uh, also, follow us on uh, your podcatcher of choice. Where um, you know, uh, iTunes, Downcast, uh, Spotify, all those good things. Um, uh subscribe there leave us a review tell a friend that's that's i think the most important thing i in word of mouth um you know telling someone you trust telling someone you like hey i think you'd like this podcast i think that's the best way to to you know further this podcast and further our reach and uh just kind of allow us to keep talking about these dumb stupid movies that um are actually a lot of fun a lot of the time i don't know why i keep calling them dumb and stupid they're usually all pretty good um (laughs) uh but other than that um Drum, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it was a blast talking with you, man. Thank you for having me. I mean, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and um, if you need an excuse to check out another weird Christmas horror movie, go ahead and ask to come back on. Yeah, well, we'll we'd love to have you back on. Do it again. <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll see everybody again in two weeks. Maybe uh, maybe in one week we might be maybe working on a Thanksgiving it. thing. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, but certainly in two weeks we'll be back with a Christmas horror movie and. Uh, We'll uh we'll talk to you then. Uh thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.